0: Hello and welcome to another episode of I Know I Love, the podcast where I, Kevin, talk about all of the things that I know that I love in the world of entertainment, from movies to music to video games and, of course, television shows. Uh, Today we are actually getting back into film, and the film I'm actually talking about today um, I was actually not going to talk about. It wasn't even on my list of films to talk about, and it's only because I had only recently seen it in the last couple of weeks. And uh, after I saw it, I immediately was like, okay, I'm going to bump this one up to the top of the next film I want to talk about because it was that good and completely caught me off guard in the best way. And so I just felt very inspired to uh, talk about it being that it was so fresh still in my mind. So the film I'm going to be discussing today is a film from 2014 actually called Whiplash, which is a film directed by Damien Chazelle, who's also directed, um, of course, this film and La La Land and First Man. Um, originally, it was a short film directed by him, and it premiered in Sundance Film Festival in 2013, and basically because of the just overwhelming positive response of the short version, um, they were able to get financing to you know extend it to a feature film, thus we get the 2014 version. Um, in terms of the casting, I mean, there's, there's a lot of supporting cast in this film, but primarily the film focuses on two characters, um, so that would be... Uh, Andrew Neiman, who is portrayed by Miles Teller. Um, Andrew Neiman's pretty much the, the main character of the story. And then there's also the character Terrence Fletcher, who is performed, or is portrayed by um, J.K. Simmons. The film, um, just some accolades, just actually before I even get to the summary, because, I mean, it has quite a few. It's been nominated in for various awards for, through various award shows, but most notably, I would say, would be um, in the 87th Academy Awards. It actually was nominated for Best Picture. Supporting actor, it did win that for jk simmons um it also was nominated for adapted screenplay and then it was it did actually win for sound mixing and it won also for film editing which is a really big uh component that i'll discuss later and it's a really great film just some backstory in terms of my discovery I actually had heard about this movie when it came out um, and I remember just kind of seeing a cover somewhere of it. And I, I don't remember getting rather a ton of exposure when it was um, just sort of being marketed and everything. But I do remember, you know, being at like a, a film theater and uh, seeing a picture of it, like it was like now playing and it just looked cool. And I, I remember hearing about the synopsis about it and I'm like, that sounds cool, but I just could never just get around to seeing it. So. A couple weeks ago, I just happened to be like perusing Hulu, and lo and behold, there's Whiplash. So I'm like, let me check it out. And I immediately was just enthralled, and I'm really glad that I did. So in terms of uh, just some summary and background of what the film is actually about, um, the film, like I said, does uh, star Miles Teller, who plays Andrew uh, Neiman, who is a student at the Schaefer Conservatory in New York City. And he basically wants to be like the next Buddy Rich, who's like a really famous jazz musician. And he's pretty much just like obsessed with achieving his goal. I mean, from childhood, he's this has been like a lifelong dream and goal of his. And so he really has this, um, just this dream that kind of turns into obsession a bit. Um, and we'll get into that, but it's kind of about that. Then um, at Schaefer Conservatory, Terence Fletcher, like I said, who's portrayed by J.K. Simmons, he is the character that uh, basically heads the studio band at Schaefer. So, you know, in order to get into the studio band, you have to be like really, really freaking good. And so eventually um, him and Andrew have sort of an interaction one day when Andrew's practicing. Andrew knows who Terence, of course, is and um he doesn't think you know he did anything special uh or got noticed or anything but he eventually does uh, andrew eventually does get recruited into Terence's studio band and uh you know pretty much after that all hell breaks loose and so that is sort of the basic summary of the film and so I'm pretty much just gonna just jump right into the standout components because there's so much to discuss with this with this film. The first standout component is definitely going to be the overall performances of Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. I am of course eventually going to discuss um, a show called Oz that was H- one of a show on HBO, and this also actually starred J.K. Simmons. So I'm so used to seeing him as kind of like a villain role because that's what he portrays on Oz. And so this wasn't, it was, it wouldn't seem like it was like a far stretch for him because I mean, Terrence, the character is very like crazy (laughs) and, um, not exactly what you consider like a professor or teacher type. He's just a little bit psycho. Uh, that's putting it lightly. And so JK Simmons playing this role, like I'm used to seeing him as like kind of a villain because he is that in this, in this film. But he just takes it to like another level that is just like, you can't like look away. It's literally just like, what's going to happen next? And he's so committed to the role. Um, it's not surprising to me that he did win the best supporting actor for this um, for the Academy Awards because it's one of those roles that just like, I imagine when you read the script, you're like, oh, holy crap, this is going to be really fun to play and you can pretty much just like go there and from what i've kind of read in terms of the backstory of sort of just the production behind the scenes and everything it seems like damien chazelle pretty much you know told J.K. simmons in in, in paraphrasing to pretty much give him the opportunity to go there and to just kind of take it and and create this like sort of monstrous uh character which he does very well uh with miles teller i've literally seen I don't even remember the film it was, but I know I've seen him in something before, and I didn't really have any opinion of him. Like, I was kind of like, I've seen him, I know he's going to be in the new Top Gun, I believe, uh, but I just, other than when I'd seen the film, you know, some advertising for the film when it initially was, was released... I didn't really know much about him, but I will tell you I'm certainly completely a fan now. Uh, I think I'm actually a little shocked that he was not nominated for Best Actor for this movie. He is young, but that shouldn't matter because his performance is, like I said, pure raw talent, extremely committed. In the film, he's playing um, a drummer that is you know, a very talented one that's in the studio band of Terrence's. And he did, from what I understand, he did pretty much all the drumming uh and for the for the film itself he he himself was a drummer since a teenager age and so i mean with all of that coming to a head and just his performance overall is kind of like um he because it's it's a really there's a really fine line there because the character of andrew it's like we we are supposed to i imagine i don't know that we necessarily are supposed to understand his character but We are supposed to, I think, follow everything, of course, through his eyes and through his lens. And, I mean, he's pretty much in all of the scenes of the film. And so he is our protagonist. But, like, it's a really – this film, another – because another stand component I was getting to, this film really has a strong portrayal of anxiety. And his portrayal of that is just very just eloquent, but also, like, it's just almost like an – just a, such a committed performance he gives to this, like, to this character that is so, becomes so obsessed and so, um, just like tunnel visioned with achieving what he's trying to do. And I think the film does a really great job overall with just having that unflinching perspective on, you know, the ideas of perfectionism and, and sort of the, anxiety that can be induced from such situations i think that miles teller does a really phenomenal job of sort of portraying like what that can feel like and what that can be like when you're going through something like that to a point where it's just a very memorable performance for both of them but i do think that um miles teller just expresses things in a way that wouldn't exactly be so typical um he doesn't really there's a sense of restraint in his scenes where as the audience i we're like yelling I, i mean i found myself kind of like yelling at the tv like what the crap like no way like why isn't he saying you know even though he is just a obsessed student and that's like his character he is literally obsessed with achieving his goals and his dreams you still find yourself rooting for Andrew and you want him to succeed because the alternative is this, like, you know, really psycho teacher winning and coming out on top, and you don't want that to happen. You want Andrew to come out on top, Um, regardless of if you can even relate to being in a situation, being so obsessed with something that you're trying to achieve as he is you do not want terence to win in this film so you continue to root for andrew through all the craziness Terrence fletcher is very verbally and sometimes physically abusive to the students that he has in the studio band and he'll he'll literally get in their face and just like scream and like the, the spit of his speech like falls on their face and i mean he is just relentless in his pursuit of perfectionism for this band he's trying to build and create And to have to be in the viewpoint of someone like Andrew and and as the character, it's we're literally in the seat with him. Like he's getting screamed at by this by this professor, this teacher. And uh, it's like we feel it probably sometimes worse than he's able to even let himself go there. I mean, he he does sometimes cry, but then he gets to a point where it's almost like he's so numb to it because he's so determined to achieve his dream of basically being the next buddy rich and i find that this really could only be as effective as it is in this film um by the casting that is that occurs within the film like that the actors that portray them are so good is what makes the film work so well i do understand that the role of andrew was initially played by a different actor in the short film version I've not seen that one but just seeing the feature film version of Whiplash in this in this instance starring, you know, Miles Teller, I can't see like I mean I'm interested to see like how that other actor portrayed the character because he does such a good job and there's something about his just little nuances and the way that he really seems to completely understand this character that it's it's a lot of like unspoken but like you understand what he's going through type of things where even if you can't say you know you would do the same thing you at least get why he is being like this because of his character and and sort of the things we learn about him as a as a as a character and as a person and we want him to succeed you know you want to root for this character you really want to root for this character of andrew because you like hate Terrence Fletcher's character so much that like you just want him to beat him. Like you really want him to be able to prove that he deserves to be in the studio band. He's like gonna be the best drummer there ever was. And even if Terrence the whole time is telling him like he basically sucks and it's never gonna happen, and he's always constantly trying to bring him down, um, you just want him to succeed. And I think again, that just comes back to the performances and this film's ability to just portray so many emotions within, you know, the segment of film that it has. There is definitely, um, I think, an important factor as to jazz being the highlighted genre that is covered within this film. Jazz, of course, has this, you know, chaotic nature where it can be kind of all over the place and kind of unpredictable. And I think that pairs well with the sort of expressions of how anxiety can feel in um, the way the character of Andrew goes through. I think that's like a perfect pairing um, to get that sort of perspective and that point across. There's definitely like a really beautiful um, just juxtaposition um, that's going on with this idea where um, just what I mean is like you have jazz music that can be at times very structured and um very of course melodic and it can have like a warm you know nice feeling as we as humans can experience those times as well but then there's also um jazz music that's chaotic um as i mentioned and there's also like jazz music that is very unstructured and unpredictable where there's just different instrumentation coming out of nowhere and unexpectedly there's highs and there's lows and the tempo speeds up and it slows down and that completely impairs and matches the anxieties that can go with um, the character of Andrew and, like, what he's experiencing. Or any musician that is, like, trying to perfect their craft, um, that is a certainly just a really effective pairing um, of style of music to, like, the emotions the film is ultimately trying to get across um, and the, you know, concepts and and ideas re- re- surrounding anxiety of course the standout component i think that this has a lot to do with is the editing of the film the editing of this film is really strong not just with like the sound mixing and things but just the overall film editing like there's a lot of um just really nice cuts between drumming and um, expressions of emotion of the actors and and dialogue cuts and just the way that everything kind of comes to a head It really feels like a piece of jazz music because it's just like something is constantly happening and there's and and then and then there's like slow points like at one point Andrew um, ends up dating this girl who you know they seem to get along well but you can tell like this is not a priority for Andrew and it's just kind of like it's almost like he's dating because well that's just something people do but really his heart and his soul is within jazz music and drumming that is just like jazz music because there's a lot of slow scenes with him and his girlfriend and that's sort of like the sort of dull moments I guess of his life to him and then in, when he gets back into the studio with the band, then he's back, you know, where he feels like he belongs. One of the scenes that I think is really good, actually, just talking about this now, is um, is of a scene where uh, he has this like long kind of breaky up conversation with his girlfriend. And hes it's like he's so focused on his dream that he literally is, he pretty much just tells her like, you know we can't be together because like i have this goal and like no one's going to get in the way of that so like sorry and this is what's happening and it's like so cold and so well performed by miles teller that he doesn't even it's like he just keeps talking and he doesn't stop to even like let the girl like retort and respond to like his assumptions of what may happen in their relationship even though they've not happened yet it's like he just seems to know like how things are gonna end up, and that's just too much for him, and getting in the way of his dreams. So, there's a lot in this film. There's so many things that like I'm remembering as I'm talking about it, which kind of helps because you know that it's fresh in my mind. But it is a really, really great film. Um, just and overall, just some other things that that really I feel like make this great. Um, of, I'm putting all of these in one category, but like the direction, writing, and cinematography of this film. I really love the feel of this film. Um, I've not seen a film like this that had that sort of feel in a long time. It has um, this kind of like, it uses a lot of like warm and cool tones, especially in like the studio scenes. And I think again, this was a smart decision because it's almost that same juxtaposition again with the situation that, that, you know, Andrew's character is dealing with. Where it's such chaos, and he's constantly trying to prove to this teacher like he should be the best. He should be first chair as the drummer. He should be able to perform in like the upcoming competition. They're all getting ready for, and it just there. It looks really pretty. If that I mean, it just it has a very pretty, beautiful like look to it. There's a lot of gold and a lot of just really warm, dark brown uh, colors that just it's almost like sleepy colors, but when you have the jazz kind of in the background of it and a lot of the scenes it really comes together nicely and again i think it's a smart move to not make the movie look like crappy just because the characters feel crappy i think it's it's just a really nice juxtaposition i think the themes that this film covers particularly of like perfectionism and um, just the idea of trying to achieve what seems to be the impossible. Of course, these are very common themes in film, of course, but I mean, and there's films, of course, that are more like super feely goody type of films, which there's tons of those that I love that I'm going to be discussing them. And then there's others that are like super depressing where like nothing works out and, you know, all that. But I do think that the the portrayal of achievement and strive and all of that, um it, it can get a little bit glazed over, I think in most cinema and whiplash, I think deals with it in a more um, magnified fashion. That's, it's not just about like, I mean, there's, there's highs and lows for Andrew in the film, of course, but it's so they, they deal with a lot more of the intensities that like go into what he has to go through to like get what he's after. Um, whether or not he does, I will not say, but um, it, it's just, it really has a, magnifying glass over these ideas where it's looking past just the general concept and theme of like perfectionism and achievement and uh, overcoming obstacles and that kind of thing. And it's magnifying it to the point where you see those other um, just, commonly glazed over ideas of what can go on for a person to go through to actually get where they're to get past those things it's not easy and it's certainly not at all easy for andrew and what he's trying to do and you know what ultimately he does do in the end he'll do things that we're watching like what is he doing like why why is this such a big deal like But it's just that's the character that is this particular character, and that's a lot of musicians and that's a lot of people in the industry feel like they have to go to such lengths as he does. And some of them, especially towards the end, is like shocking, like like what he does, just not only to prove himself, but not let this teacher get the better of him. Not to, you know, spoil too much, of course, but like there is um, a situation where Andrew just everything comes to a head with Andrew and he gets super overwhelmed. And he ends up, you know, kind of reporting, um, that the practices of this teacher, which apparently he is not the first, obviously. And there have been other students in the past that have, have reported sort of the physical and, 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 sort of mental abuse that this teacher impacts on them. And it's, it's essentially, uh, Andrew's sort of testimony that kind of makes things kind of happen for the worse, of course, for Terrence, because, you know, he is doing these things. But there is a way that this is handled that it kind of just speaks to the idea that you see how hard it is for for even Andrew to do this. Like he, it's like he has this love and an obsession with jazz music, and he respects Terrence Fletcher so much that even when this person is even when it's almost like one of his heroes, you could argue, is treating him as Terrence is treating him in the film he still he even has a difficult time even just like speaking out against his practices even though they are wrong they are ethically morally like literally not okay for a teacher to ever be like this to a student or anybody treating anybody like that for that matter and even with all of that going on and this is this is what the teacher is doing it's just very ironic that this theme of perfectionism andrew knows that like you know this person is a key to him achieving that and so he's almost willing to put himself through it just to achieve what he's trying to achieve so it has this um just really great viewpoint on like just hysteria and just psychosis and like it's just so understated that you know like as fast paced as the film like you might miss it if you're not really paying attention And I mean, yeah, it's, of course, at the end of the day, I mean, it is a movie about um, a music student and a crazy teacher that, you know, the teacher believes that his practices are, you know, to really um, just, he finds them to be motivating to get like a student that's, you know, good to be great. And so he thinks he's on the right track. So, I mean, like the synopsis can be that simple, of course. Um, where they just have a difference of like practices and and getting to greatness, but there is a lot more if you really just, you know, take the time to like read between the lines of what's going on with these characters and within the story, of course. Lastly, the thing I want to discuss, um, is something that like when I was exposed to it in the film, I was like, man, you know, I kind of miss this. Like this is something I've not seen done this well in a really long time. That's the climax of this film um, of whiplash. Uh, the climaxes in film, I think sometimes are it can either be like extremely underwhelming, which seems to be a standard in a lot of modern films, I would say in the last uh, twenty years. Um, I mean, there's are there are films that have have had amazing climaxes, but, I find that I I don't see it a lot in, in film often. I really don't. And I think it's kind of glazed over and it's a lot of it sometimes can be like, you know, we want the audience to have their own interpretation or we want, you know, um, it, that's not the point or it's really about the characters or just whatever. And I feel like it is the responsibility of a writer of film to have a form of climax. Maybe it's not like crazy explosions and cars flipping over and that stuff like that. But like, It should be, there should be some form of a payoff in terms of the time you've spent with these characters and the story. You should get that when it comes to climax. And I think Whiplash is probably one of the best films I've seen in a long time. That when you reach the climax at the end of this film, I'd say like the last 20 to 30 minutes of this movie is just like jaw dropping. Like you're just like, oh, (laughs) like it's literally great. Like it's just a great um, there's, there's so many moments of like uncertainty and we're like, like, I mean, I found myself going, Oh my gosh, like, uh, in certain parts of the climax. And then I was like, wait, what? Like just a lot of surprising moments. And it just ends on like, I think it just, I, I think at first when it ended, I was kind of like, ah, oh, how was not that? Is that like the way this should end? Is that like, should that have? And then the more I think about it, the more I've had it had time to really let it, Sort of stew in my mind, I think it is the right ending. I think it is kind of like for what the film has, you know, initially sets out to do with the characters it has, I think it really is the perfect ending. And I don't, I'm not going to say that it's a feel good ending. I'm not going to say that it's a sad or depressing or I don't, it, it's just an ending that you're like, whoa, okay. I mean, I, I found myself like having to kind of inhale. As the credits begin to roll, because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I wasn't breathing normally because I was just so in- intensely watching this film um, as it was going on the climax. So it definitely hit there um, really well. So um, all in all, it, um, Whiplash is just it really is a great film. Um, I'm very glad that I've gotten the chance to see it because um, I, I don't. I just when it when it came out, like I said, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention. I I wish they had done a lot more for the marketing of this film because I think, I really think audiences would have appreciated a film like this that just has sort of a story that when you, when you speak it out, you know, in just sort of a summary format, it sounds very straightforward, but there's so much going on. Like there's so much going on with, um, the psychology it covers. And I think it's just a really strong exercise in characterization. I think the writing is great. Um, and I think it just does so much. I think it has such a heavy impact in very subtle ways, which I'm often a fan of like, you know, the, the quieter, the film, sometimes the most impacting and effective it can be. I don't think you need to be like super loud and in your face, even though this film does have elements of that. Um, I think it also has a way to be with its sort of less is more approach, which I appreciate. So In the end, it is a film that I know that I love. And if you've not seen it, please check it out. And until next week, thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to the I Know I Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please follow me, Kevin Kravick, on Instagram at I Know I Love podcast. Here you can find current information and links to future episodes as they are produced. Thanks again for listening.